Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. I am so glad to be back after a couple of weeks. I had some family stuff going on, um, just like a family emergency and, you know, personal stuff that I'm not going to talk about, uh, but I did post on my story like, sorry guys, I'm not going to have a podcast episode, um, you know, two weeks ago and then I didn't have one last week either because of all the stuff that was going on and I appreciate those of you who swiped up on my story and were like making sure I was okay and saying take all the time you need. It really means a lot to me to know that like, you know, even if I miss a couple of weeks or a couple of episodes, you guys are still going to be there and yeah, sure, I might lose some people along the way, but like honestly, like you true listeners are going to be waiting for an episode every Monday and so I appreciate those of you who have stuck around and are still waiting for episodes. Um, Yeah, I just... I really have a lot of love for you guys and I'm okay. Um, I've just had a crazy couple of weeks. It's been very overwhelming. I've been dealing with a lot of stuff, but um, you know, this is honestly a good like escape for me and it's it does make me happy to do this podcast as much as it can be a little bit stressful sometimes because it just adds on to my responsibilities, but it like, I don't know, this is just like way less of a responsibility compared to all the other things that I do um, because it just allows me to like talk and de-stress and even though I'm not talking to like a person I like I sort of just feel like I am like getting my feelings out or at least just getting something out by talking about other people's problems if that makes sense so yeah I'm just really grateful for this podcast and my little community of listeners I love you guys so much um but enough about that I'm gonna talk about just kind of some updates with me so let me think. Well, it was Halloween weekend, so um, I actually surprised my best friend for her birthday. It's her 18th birthday, which is, that's like just such a crazy thing to me is just growing up. That's, that's what's like eating away at me. I'm like, oh my god, how, how is this like real that I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty far from 18 because my birthday's in the summer, but like all of my friends that I've, I've, grown up with since like first grade are gonna turn 18 or have turned 18 and it's just like such a weird concept for me because you know I knew them when they were little little kids and now they're adults like it's just crazy how fast time flies and everyone says that but it's really true you know you never like realize how fast it goes until you look back and you're like oh my god like how did that much happen um in what felt like such a short period of time it's weird. Time is such a weird thing. It trips me up all the time. But anyways, yeah, that's what I did over the weekend is I surprised my best friend for her 18th birthday. It was just me and so basically I have like a, a, a group of three that we've been friends since um, first grade um, and we, the the two of us, me and one of the girls um, surprised the other girl for her birthday. So that's what we did this weekend. Her birthday was actually a couple weeks ago, but we, due to my family stuff and then like conflicting schedules we weren't able to celebrate it when we wanted to so it was this weekend that we celebrated it and it was a complete surprise um she had no idea and she enjoyed herself so I hope at least but yeah we did a lot of fun stuff um fun activities and I think it was probably one of the best birthdays I've like created for someone um or like orchestrated because we just put a lot of thought and effort into it and I think it turned out great so yeah that's kind of what I did and then we went to a Halloween party which I've only done that like once before but I was like you know what I'm gonna 
I'm gonna do something fun because I always sit in my room and I never go anywhere anymore. So yeah, it was kind of just like fun to let loose a little bit and go out and it was um, very last minute. So I didn't have a costume and all of us just decided to be vampires last minute. So we went thrifting, found some stuff last minute that was just like black dresses and then we put like makeup on and like red lipstick as blood and it worked out. So that's what I was for Halloween. Um, you guys should DM me and let me know what you guys were for Halloween because I'm very curious about what everyone was. I feel like people just get so creative with their costumes. It's insane. Like every year I'm so amazed at what like not only what celebrities do, but just like everyone does. Like people think so out of the box. <laughs> Obviously, there's always going to be like the basic costumes, but even then I feel like basic costumes are still cute. So I don't know. But yeah, and maybe you don't celebrate Halloween where you live and that's fine. But if you did happen to dress up in a costume, let me know what it was because I could always use ideas for next year. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was my weekend. It was pretty fun. And other than that, the only other like real updates I have are that I have just been doing a lot of um, homework because uh, it was the end of the term last week for me or the end of the quarter, I call it term, but it's quarter basically. We have four quarters in a year, so the first quarter, which is so crazy too, because if you think of it as in like, you know, my senior year is split up into four quarters, I'm already a fourth of the way through. Like, it's just, it's wacky. It's it's whack to think about um, that I only have to do that three more times and then I'll be out of high school. It is all so weird. I don't know. This like stage of my life is like very confusing because I just don't know where I'm going to end up and then also like how my life is going to be without like living at home and being around people that I've known for years and years like it is such an abstract concept to me and I I don't know what I'm going to do it's going to be crazy but it really does excite me more than anything it excites me so that's the good thing but yeah I don't know there's not like a ton up with me recently I've just been laying low working on stuff trying to work on myself. I've been exhausted because I just haven't gotten proper sleep in like two weeks. Is that just me or are all of you guys sleep deprived too? Because I feel like I can never catch a break. Like no matter how much I I sleep, like I I still feel sleep deprived and I don't know why. Um, I'm sure that I can actually think of a few reasons why, but it's okay. I'm trying. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. There's like really nothing else left um, to update you guys on as far as I go. What's weird though is, um, this is so random. This has like nothing to do with anything, but when I've been on TikTok recently, I've never been someone who likes ASMR, which is also why I've gotten so many requests to do like ASMR on here, but I just like never have because I haven't watched it enough to know how to do it and I'm afraid of doing it wrong. Um, so that's why I like have only tried it once and it was not good, but I, um, I've been scrolling on TikTok and seeing ASMR lives pop up on TikTok, which also tiktok lives the ones that pop up sometimes are so weird so random but anyways i've been seeing asmr live streams on tiktok and i've been like kind of entranced by some of these creators and live streams i'm like oh my god maybe i do like asmr so i've been kind of watching those lately um let me know if you all want me to try asmr again i can but um we'll see we'll see we'll see so anyways i know that I have not given anyone advice in two weeks, which is a pretty large gap. And the the problem with that is that like when I don't give people advice for a while, then it kind of 
obviously may have resolved itself by now. Um, but for those of you who may still be struggling with the situation or at least a portion of the situation, I feel obligated to just, you know, still respond to what you guys have said, even if it's solved already. So I'm going to read the stuff that I have. And if it's already been solved, that's okay. But I might as well just give you guys advice. So, this first person emailed me and they said, Hello, Sister Spill. I love your podcast. I just started listening to, a couple da- listening to it a couple days ago. First of all, thank you, new supporter. Um, most of my supporters now are just like old supporters, but I'm glad that new people are trickling in too. So, I have been dating this boy for about six to seven months. Let's call him John. And there's been this problem going on lately. The problem is that he's been ignoring me the last couple of weeks. I'm confused and I've been trying to text him, but I don't want to seem desperate or clingy, so I stopped. I'm in the seventh grade and we have classes separated into blocks, so I don't see him often. I really like him and I think he's just shy, so I don't want to assume anything is going on. But the other day we had Jim and one of his good friends, let's call him Aaron, was in that class. While we were playing volleyball, he yelled you know John wants to break up with you, right? And I just ran to the bathroom and cried. But after a while, I gathered myself together and walked back into gym. I just brushed it off as Aaron was trying to mess with me. But soon after that, Aaron yelled that in front of my own, in front of my whole class. By that time, I was scared and afraid John was going to break up with me. I texted him later that day and asked if he wanted to break up with me, and he said no. I still have doubts, but he's such a sweet boy, and I really like him. I just don't want to lose him. What should I do? Okay, so I'm noticing a couple things here, and first of all, I just want to say you're in seventh grade, and not to belittle you or try and make your problems seem not like a big deal or anything like that, um, I just, I think when you are at that age and you're in seventh grade, everything just seems so amplified and like so much of a bigger deal than it really is, um, you know, obviously it's been, what, like, five six years since I was in seventh grade but um it's just like a really interesting I I don't know how to describe it but like the second that you get out of seventh grade and then eighth grade and then you enter high school you literally look back on that and you're like that was like the dumbest thing ever maybe that's not everyone in every situation but I'm just saying like and I'm not trying to make your problem sound dumb not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that like don't stress about it so much that it's like consuming all of your thoughts because like a year from now it's going to be a completely different situation that you're going to be in different circumstances, different people you talk to, maybe a different boy in your life. Like who knows? So I wouldn't stress about it too much. I do want to say that I see some red flags. Um the fact that he's been ignoring you for weeks, that's not dating then like, sorry to break it to you, if you're getting ignored for weeks, how, how is that a relationship? How is that dating? Because to me, that's ghosting or you guys just aren't in a relationship. Like, that's, that's how I see it. Simple as that. I know middle school relationships can be confusing because it's like, you haven't set boundaries yet. No one really knows what they're doing, but you said you've been dating this person for six to seven months and then the last couple of weeks, he just doesn't respond to you. If you guys have been together for six to seven months, like, there's clearly like something wrong there because no one who has been with you that long is going to just randomly start like ghosting you for a couple weeks. Like that's, that's just not right. The other red flag I see is the fact that his friend, Aaron, yelled that thing out because yes, I know he could, you know, obviously be trying to mess with you or just saying that to get on your nerves, but there, there probably is some sort of truth to that or some reason that he said that because why would he say that out of the blue? Like, I understand that it could be so that he wants to, it could be 
for the reason of like teasing you or, or trying to get a reaction out of you but I I don't know to me that just seems weird because especially that combined with John not responding to you it seems like there's something going on there that you don't know about and maybe John is too afraid to tell you like that he maybe doesn't want to be in a relationship anymore that's just kind of how I see it um obviously you sent me this uh October 8th so that was almost a month ago um so sorry about that um but please update me with anything new that has happened because I'm super fascinated by the story and I, I want to see what has happened since then because I guarantee there's probably more stuff because you know in a month a lot can happen so yeah I would just say from what you sent me even though it was a while ago I would say that there are some red flags here I don't know like I don't know if this is what you want to hear but I don't think that John is as into you as you are into him and that there's something going wrong there because that just doesn't sound like a regular or healthy relationship to me if you're being ignored for weeks like what does he not see you at school do you guys not talk like if you're not talking for weeks how is that dating that's like a break or a breakup like I there's that's that's just not the definition of relationship so um yeah it's it's weird and, and you said he's shy so I don't want to assume anything's going on but if he's shy it doesn't mean that he can't text you and also if you guys have been dating for six to seven months he should be able to open up to you a little bit more than when you guys first met so I don't feel like the shyness is very much of an excuse and you know you said he's a sweet boy you don't want to lose him that's totally understandable and I'm sure he's a great guy but don't worry so much about losing him because if he's not giving you the energy that you need uh it's just not worth like wasting all of your 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 energy on him when you're just not getting that so yeah that's that's all I have to say so this next person said, hi, I love your podcast. So my mental health is really bad, but I'm good at hiding it. I have a therapist, but if I tell them that I'm really depressed, they will contact my child protection and talk with my mom. I used to not live at home because it was not going well at home and I don't want to go to a house again with other kids, but it was actually going really bad at home. My whole family thinks I'm just very spoiled and difficult and that I'm lazy. So that's why I try to keep it a secret and I try to start to love myself and try to get healthy, but it's so hard because I just can't. My mental health is already really bad from when I was nine and I'm now almost 14. I already wanted to not live when I was 10. My dad is really abusive all my life mentally, but I live with my mom now and I can't take it anymore. Everyone in my family thinks that I'm complaining and, and am spoiled. Please help me. So I just want to say like, as I'm reading this literally like makes me want to cry just because first of all, the fact that like you're going through this is horrible and you're not even 14 yet I can't imagine because I've been lucky enough to not deal with this kind of situation in my life and I know so many other people do so you know I can only give you so much advice not having experienced anything like this before I'm very lucky to have come from a loving family and that's why sometimes I feel a little bit I guess unqualified to give advice when I haven't experienced things like this but at the same time just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean that I can't like empathize with you and try and come with some sort of solution or advice for you so you know you can still listen to me but I'm just I'm just saying like this is this is tough because I, I have no idea what it's like to be in your position um but I don't know it just it makes me very sad that you're going through this and then also that like the fact that 
you know, you guys are willing to just come to like me, this random person and tell me these things about your life and ask me for advice. is just so like mind blowing to me. So I'm going to try to help you the best that I can. Um, I totally understand your dilemma because if you tell someone, then they're going to tell your mom and then your mom is going to, you know, think a certain way of you that you don't want her to think and you've been called spoiled and you're dealing with all these mental health issues and honestly like it kind of broke my heart when you said that like you've been trying to get healthy but it just gets worse and it doesn't work because I like I know that it's so hard like you can try and try and try but when you have a mental illness or mental disorder or whatever it may be like there's only so much you can do to take control of it because it is kind of out of your control. I mean, a mental illness is not something that most people can help um, unless that they get help like medication or therapy or whatever it else may, it might be. Um, so in your case, it you know sounds like you're dealing with a lot of stuff that is just bottling up and the fact that you're not telling or talking to anyone about it is the most concerning part because, and I understand why you're not, but you know, that's just like where this is this is getting worse is because you feel trapped. You feel like you can't tell anyone because of what they'll say about it. And then if you do tell someone, then, you know, child protective services might be called or you might be sent somewhere. And so it's just like this never ending lose, lose situation. Um, but I feel like there is a loophole through everything. And I, I know that you're very hesitant to tell your parents or your mom about what you're going through but at the same time sometimes people don't don't react the way you expect them to and I feel like in your situation because of the way you're feeling is so intense like I feel like it is very worth it to tell someone about it whether it be a counselor or an adult that you can trust but preferably your mom because your mom will hopefully do something about it and I understand that it's scary because you don't know like if you're going to get sent somewhere, if they're going to call someone, but there's like really, there's not much else available other than you got to tell someone because it just doesn't, it doesn't work well to hold all of that in. And I know you're trying and I really like, I'm so proud of you for trying and continuing to try, but you know, I get it. Like you're, you're hitting a point where it's like, okay, I'm stuck. I need help and I don't know how to get that. So I feel like at this point, um, try your best to talk to someone about it. And honestly, like the worst that could happen is that, you know, you get put back into some sort of group home or whatever, but I am hoping that, you know, your mom has enough dignity, dignity to see what you're going through, empathize with you and try to get you the help you need. And it ends up being way better than you expect but the first step is just reaching out so uh, you know obviously I'm not in your situation and I don't know how scary it is and how risky it is um based on like the details that I have though I just would say please ask someone for help um because you never know where it could lead you like you really you really never know you might think that it might not go anywhere but um the reality is people end up getting help all the time when they they don't think that they will so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Hopefully that helps a little bit, but you know, if you ever need to talk or anything, you can always send me another email. So this next person said, hi, sister spill. I just wanted to say, I love your podcast so much. Okay. Anyway, I need some advice. It's about friend, a friend. And I'm sorry if this is basic advice. I understand if you don't put it on the podcast, I will. 
<laughs> um, so I have this friend, let's call her Audrey. We've become friends over the past couple of months. She was in my ELR class? Was that supposed to be ELA class? I don't know. And I sat next to her because we had assigned seats. She came over to my house once and we would always laugh and have fun together. Um, we FaceTime too. I sit with her and her friends at lunch and in my classes I had with her, we would talk. I thought her friendship was going great until over the past couple weeks, I feel like she's been acting kind of off and different than she used to. Whenever we're dismissing from class and she walks over to her friends, when I go to her, she'll tell me not to go with her. Whenever I ask to hang out with her and her friends, she'll say no, but make her voice funny sounding so I don't get upset. I feel like she doesn't like me anymore. Other days, though, we'll text and be fine. I feel like she just doesn't like me hanging around her other friends. I went to a football game and sat near her because I went with a mutual friend of ours, and she kept looking at me and didn't say hi. She texted me when I was there to stop staring at her and um, when I wasn't. Her and her friends were whispering and looking at me, too. Um, I went home that night and cried. Also at lunch and in my classes with her, she kind of just ignores me now. Her and her friends at lunch also make fun of this one facial expression I do. I texted her how I felt, but her responses were vague and she just said she does like me but has been busy with other friends. I feel like she was just saying that though. I don't know what to do and I don't know if she doesn't like me or thinks I'm annoying now. Please help. Sorry, this was long. Okay, so from reading this, this is um, kind of familiar to me, not because I've been really in your position exactly, but because I, I've learned from experiences and seen from other people that um my my best guess is that she doesn't want to be associated with you unless she's alone with you which sucks but I think the fact that she kind of like perpetrates people like making fun of you when she's with those other friends and like doesn't want you to be around those other friends it I like I don't want to say this because it's not how I feel and it's you know I don't know the situation and I don't know you but like I I feel like what this sounds like is that she's acting embarrassed of you and your friend which I don't know why um it it sucks to be in that position and I don't want you to like think that you should be anything embarrassing but from her end that's what it seems like she's trying to do is like not associate herself with you for some weird reason which is stupid and you know, I understand because it's like you want to be friends with her, but if you feel like she doesn't like you, don't go chasing after her. Don't beg for her friendship. Don't put all of your energy into someone who is just putting it into other people. I've said that many times before in my podcast, but it's really true. I don't think it's worth it to throw yourself into a friendship where you're getting minimal benefit and the other person just does whatever they want and want and they get away with it. Like, I don't know. That's just how I see it. it the simple advice that I'm going to give you is that, you know, maybe try talking to her one more time. If she's vague again, if she just says the same thing over and over, then start to distance yourself from her. And if she doesn't care that you're distancing yourself and she just starts hanging out with her other friends, then you know that she like just truly doesn't really maybe want to pursue a friendship with you. Because if she really does, if she sees you getting distant from her, she'll be like, hey, hey, like I'm so sorry about everything what's happened that's happened and then try to hang out with you more or something like that. But right now, I just feel like it doesn't seem like she is going to put that energy in that you deserve so distance yourself see what happens and if nothing happens then you know that she's just not chasing after you because she doesn't have the same interest in being your friend as you have with her um which sucks but yeah that's basically it um Anyways, this next person just said uh, like a short little thing, but they just said, me and my boyfriend have had some rough patches lately and everyone seems to tell me to talk to him about it. But every, th- every time I try to do, he makes it, every time I try to, he makes it into another conversation. Any advice? Um, 
okay, if he's avoiding the actual topic, there's some weird thing going on there because he, like, he's avoiding talking about something that's important to you, which I don't think is a very, like, good trait in a person, and obviously there could be exceptions where maybe he's going through something or maybe he's scared to tell you something or I, I really don't know, but at the end of the day, you need communication. It's one of the most important things, especially in a relationship, and if you're not getting that communication, I... I don't honestly know if that's like the best fit for you or anyone really. I mean, you deserve to have open communication with someone that you care about, about like what's going on, what you're stressed about, how you're feeling. And if they're not able to do that, how are you supposed to build a healthy relationship if they literally like just won't communicate with you and won't give you what you need? So that's basically all I have to say about that. It's just like, you know what you want, you know what you need. And if you're not getting communication from this person, maybe it's time to let go um or or confront him about it i i don't know though it is a tough situation so yeah um the next person said so have you as you have probably noticed i asked you for advice a while back and that whole drama has been solved i know i probably came off as a little yikes homophobic but that's probably because i worded it wrong plus i was also figuring out myself at the time which means i had some internalized homophobia itself I'm now unlabeled, though I do like girls and boys and everything in between. It turns out that me and that friend separated, but I'm a lot happier with where I'm at, f- where I'm at friendship-wise. My entire friend group has grown significantly, and I mean significantly. For example, when I walk around school, there's always someone there to talk to when walking to class. However, lately, for some reason, I've been missing my friendship with my old friend. She did a lot of messed up stuff, which led to her friendship ending, but I miss her friendship when it wasn't toxic. At first, when we separated, I was so relieved because she was causing such a mental drain on me, but after literally months, I'm still thinking of her. I know she's changed, and and she might be a lot better person now, but I'm not really sure after what she did. I can't go into detail about what happened because it would require so much time, and also because I don't want to reveal too much information about other people involved, but I hope this isn't too vague about it. My main point is that I'm just having trouble with my feelings about her. I don't know if I want to be friends with her anymore, but I miss her. What should I do? Okay, so you have two parts to this advice, but I will just respond to the first thing. I have 100% been in this situation before. Um, I have talked before in my podcast about how I had this like toxic friend in sophomore year, so a couple years ago, and that that was kind of how our friendship was at the beginning. It, was, it wasn't toxic because I felt so like included and invited and you know like we would hang out places she would invite me to go think to go to things she would tell me about the drama in her life and confide in me and she made me feel special but then after you know a couple weeks a couple months I was like okay maybe this girl isn't someone that I really should be friends with because she the things that she were she would do like they weren't lining up with my morals and my values and what I believed in to be right and I felt kind of stuck and it wasn't until there was like this big betrayal um that she did that finally made me cut her off but even then like yes I felt great relief after the fact but you know months later I would just get these days where I'm like oh you know what I kind of do miss that not how it was at the end but how it was at the beginning and I totally like I completely understand because that like what you described was was pretty much me it's like you know you don't miss the toxic things you did you just miss a time when it wasn't toxic and when it was so good but honestly like I know you want to believe that she's changed and and that could be possible but honestly in like that short amount of like a time frame at least what from what I'm interpreting it's not like a super large time frame like I don't feel that people can truly change that much in such a short amount of time only because like for example this toxic friend that I cut off like 
you know, I would see things of her, um, people would tell me things about her, and, like, she kind of just sounded like her same old self, and then this year when I was taking my school pictures, um, I actually saw her, and that was the first time we talked since I cut her off, and we talked, she was super friendly, she was saying how, like, you know, she was, you know, not friends with certain people or not doing things that she used to do that were kind of toxic and I was like you know what she seems a lot better she seems a lot healthier a lot friendlier a lot nicer you know maybe I can just give her another chance not be friends with her again but just more like okay I can forget about the things in the past and just be civil with her which I was civil with her before but you know we just didn't talk at all and now it's like if I see her in the hallway if she says hi to me I'll say hi back I won't ignore her that kind of thing but then I would hear things about her and I still hear things about her that just, I'm like, yeah, some things never change. She's literally still the same person, even though she acts like she isn't. She says she's a different person, but she's absolutely not a different person. And I feel like that's it's very likely that that's situ- your situation too. Of course, I don't know the girl. I don't know how she acts or used to act and how that compares. But, you know, from my experience, you think people change, but honestly... Like, yes, I believe that people are are capable of changing 100%, but I just don't think that, like, once someone acts a certain way, like, for them to truly, truly change, I feel like it takes a lot more than that and a lot more time. That's just my opinion, so I know that you're missing her, but just think back to, and not to, like, bring up bad memories, but think back to all the toxic things that did occur, and there's a reason why you guys aren't friends anymore, and that honestly works for me every time, because I just have to reassure myself and remind myself, like, yeah, I'm so much better off, I don't want to associate myself with negative things that came from that friendship, so if you think of it that way, I feel like that works pretty well, but anyways, you also said this year I started high school and I made a pact with myself that I would only start dating in high school. I tried it out and let's just say it didn't go too well. This guy and I started talking and eventually he asked me out and I said yes. Things went well until I got the ick. I'm not sure how to describe it but it was weird. The relationship itself was off-putting so I put an end to it. I still wanted to be friends and all um, because he was a good guy but I felt like we weren't a good match and it was weird. I'm really not sure how to describe it otherwise. Two days after we broke up, he moves on to another girl, I'll call her Diana. He talked with Diana for some time, and I noticed I got really close, but at the same time, me and him got extremely separated in a way. He wouldn't talk to me at all like he had a grudge against me, but I didn't think of it too much. Um, For two days, I noticed he didn't talk to Diana much. After those two days, he started talking to another girl, I'll call her Stephanie. Stephanie started to talk to him a lot, and they became friends. I started to notice a pattern, and I found out that one of my friends liked him over the summer, but when she rejected him due to personal matters, he moved on to me two days later. I warned Stephanie about his behavior. What I'm getting at is that I'm not sure what to do anymore about dating someone. Every time I get into a thing with someone, it never ends well. Is it just because I'm not finding the right person? Am I not ready yet? Or is there something wrong with me? Thanks so much, and I'm so, so sorry if this is too long. Just have a lot on my mind no worries at all. These are all very valid questions and um, problems. And honestly, I've wondered some of the same questions too. It's very hard because, you know, at the high school age, everyone's just still kind of figuring out what they want, what kind of traits they like in people. And that may be the reason for people moving around so much and jumping from like person to person because they're just like trying to see what they like. But I've never been that kind of person at all um, because, you know, I just rather invest my time into like one person that actually like matches up with what I want so I guess it depends on the person and you know he was not the right person for you and it sucks that he's jumping from girl to girl because you know they should be warned so I'm glad that you did warn Stephanie but it's just like I I don't want you to like take it as 
a personal thing like oh there must be something wrong with me or like maybe there is something wrong with me because there's not there's not um honestly you are who you are and you'll attract the people that you truly need in your life over time maybe that's not now but um you will get the people in your life that that you're supposed to get and you know i think it's a very common thing for people to reflect reflect on themselves when they you know think about guys or significant others because they're just like oh there must be something wrong with me or i need validation from this person to prove my beauty or worth or whatever which i've totally struggled with too and i still struggle with um but honestly like the more you think about it it's just not right to like worry about if you're not the right person for someone because if you're not the right person for someone it doesn't mean there's nothing or there's something wrong with you it just means that you guys didn't match up you're not in the same energy level or the same wavelength you don't have the same values or traits or morals or beliefs or attitudes or actions like it you know that's just how it is and it can suck but like don't don't think that there's something wrong with you because something didn't work out with someone more think of it as like okay I'm this person, he's this person, and we just weren't the matching puzzle piece. Like, that's just, that's kind of it. So, yeah, don't worry too much about it. I'm glad that, like, you you were able to, like, I guess, stay in contact with him. But, uh, honestly, I think not staying in contact with him is the best because you, you already had, like, your situation with him. You got the ick, which so many girls get. I totally get it because... I've been there too. It's such a weird sensation, but I know exactly what you mean. Um, I also feel like a lot of that stems from like discomfort and feeling uncomfortable because like if it's your first relationship, especially you just like, you feel weird about it because it makes you super anxious or whatever. Um, I I don't know how to describe it, but I, you know, I know what you mean. And just like the ick is just like little things that you're like, "Oh, oh, like that's too much for me or like that that's not right for me. I don't like that, whatever. So it's it's completely understandable. I know people talk about it, but like it does actually happen with people. So it's very understandable. Um, no judgment there. But I would just say like, don't worry about so much about like relationships or dating or anything like that because you're, you know, only just starting high school and there are so many opportunities that will come to you throughout high school. And honestly, like I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but most high school relationships relationships don't really last which you know obviously there are a few outliers some people do but for the most part it's you know it's not super likely so I would just say don't look too far into it don't you know don't be like super pessimistic and and be like oh you know like there's no point like whatever so I'm just not gonna put any any energy into someone like no you never know it's it's never a bad thing like if you fit with someone and you vibe with someone really well like totally take the opportunity you never know you guys might last the rest of your lives who knows but just um don't worry too much about like is there something wrong with me am not am I not ready yet whatever um because when you're ready you'll know and when it's the right person you'll know so that's all I kind of really have to say about that. I hope that that was a little bit helpful, but yeah, that is all the advice that I'm giving for this episode, mainly because I'm exhausted, but also because um, I, you know, I have gotten some other advice things, but it, it does get a little bit repetitive with certain things. So for certain people, I just like respond with voice messages or DMs or whatever. Um, but for next week, DM me at sisterspillyt on Instagram or at spillcastofficial on Instagram, or you can send me a voice message through anchor 
um, the link will be in my podcast description, or you can email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com. Again, all of this information, like usual, will be in the description of this podcast episode, so you can look at all of it there, and if you listen to this episode all the way through, DM me what you were for Halloween. I'm very excited to know what you guys were, and I hope you hope you guys all had a safe and fun Halloween weekend, and I will talk to you guys next week, hopefully.